Welcome to the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. What's up, good people, good people? Welcome to episode nine of the Project Brook podcast, the holistic pursuit of health and wellness. Today's, today, today, <clears throat> today we're talking about why does food matter? Why does food matter? I am, there is the ongoing discussion of, well, my mama ate it. My grandma ate it. You know, they're fine. They lived X, Y, Z many years. So what's the big deal? And then it becomes a joke. You know, it's an ongoing joke. You ridicule something to in, in an attempt to diminish the validity of that thing. So now if you speak to the importance of health and food, you're, you are Hotep, which is Twitter's way of trying to diminish the message of the importance and the significance of what it is that you put in your mouth and how it has an impact on every other aspect of your life. And... You know, so there's a, there are bacon jokes. There are, uh, we get a kick out of making it known that we are willingly, knowingly, right, poisoning ourselves. See, it's one thing not to know better. It's one thing. But to know better and still... And still not only do as opposite, but to get pleasure out of it. And to those people, I say, rock on. I think you should continue doing whatever it is that you like doing. That you find that's funny. As long as you are ready and willing and, and, um, and clear of the consequences that come from whatever you you do, whatever you eat. So we talk about why does food matter? Of course food matters. This ain't even deep. I would ask you to think about the things that you eat and how they make you feel. It's just that simple. There's a difference that you feel, right? When you eat a salad, just an example. Versus when you sit down for Thanksgiving and you eat a whole plate of ham, turkey, macaroni and cheese, um, uh, greens with fat back this and, and cornbread and whatever else. There's a difference that you feel. If food is energy, then you should feel revitalized. You should feel rejuvenated when you eat. You shouldn't feel tired. You certainly shouldn't go to sleep. So, and and that's worth speaking on because you should understand what exactly that means. That you have literally 
not in a literal sense, although you're kind of working your way there, but you're eating yourself to death. Like the, the body, it requires so much energy to digest food that your body literally got to put your ass to sleep or you wouldn't stop eating. You, you would just keep going. <laughs> it, it has to put you to sleep. Like, look, whoa, we are in an overload right now. We need you to go to sleep so we can attempt to process and burn some of this stuff that you done, you done put in. I need, we need you to sleep. So food matters. I would never, ever, ever have a real conversation with anyone about mental health without the discussion of what we're eating. To know people, and I know because you all in, right? And when you so far in and you've convinced yourself that you're right, that you can't take a step outside of that to look at things objectively, I get emotion. So to know people who are deeply embedded and rooted into the psych industry but haven't researched the history how you call yourself a mental health professional and you haven't researched the origin of mental health how it came all how how it all came about i can't take you seriously i can't to understand how what we put in our bodies affects our moods, our mindset. It's critical. And before, so for you not to take that into consideration, that one can be poisoning themselves with food, then you offer them a prescription medication with only God knows what in it, because you don't know what's in it. You don't know what's in it. I got I got to do a podcast on, on prescription drugs next time. Okay, let me let me stay focused because, man, when I, oh, so many people just popping these pills, you have no idea what you're putting in your body. Anyway, back to my point. What was I talking about? Mental health. So we're going to we're going to we're going to do this in a, in a let, let's stair step this. So you have the food that you're putting in your bodies, right? That food is having a direct impact on how you think, how you see yourself, how you react, your mood, how you feel, all right? Let's go beyond that. How you feel, how you react, how you think is directly impacting your performance as a professional, your performance as a parent, your performance as a lover, your interactions as a parent, your interactions as a spouse, as a significant other, as a freaking human being. It all starts with what you're putting in your body. It's important. So to be fair, to be fair to my people out there who are really, really, really trying. I mean, you have goals, you have aspirations, you have things that are important to you. I mean, and you genuinely want these things and you may be trying and you are not understanding why there is a block. Right. There's a blockage. 
So to be fair, so it's two things you can consider here. One, oftentimes on a subconscious level, there are things that are embedded within us, within our thinking that we're not even aware of. Programming that's there. it's, It's been ingrained in us for years that it takes time to deprogram or reprogram, right? But also... Food, food provides us information. Our DNA cell, our cells with information. What information are you giving to your body? Right? I don't want to argue one way or the other about eating meat. I don't any longer, but I did for a very long time. For almost all of my life, I did. The truth of the matter is, I was never given an opportunity to consider anything else. So we hold on to these beliefs. I'm not here to say whether eating meat is right or wrong, but I wasn't given an opportunity to consider anything else. That is what was told to me and taught to me in the beginning. As a baby, as a child, this is what a full course meal looks like. Meat, starch, greens and oftentimes there were less greens but whatever that that was what you were not having a complete meal unless you had that now my years later many 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 years later my personal belief that applies to me no no i don't i don't believe that So it's twofold. When I first became a vegan, it was more spiritual than it was physical. So it had less to do with what they were doing with our meat, which is really, really, really important as well. But it had more to do with me getting in tune with my spirit and being guided. Like, what is best for me? It no longer spoke to me. My spirit said to me, you cannot exude life taking in death, taking in blood, taking in flesh. And for me, from that moment on, it, that was it. It was a wrap. So I, it wasn't a struggle for me. Not, not from that point. Because I knew who I was. Like, I had tapped in. It, it was turn, I was turned on at that moment. So when people ask, well, how do you fight the whatever? Like, you got to know what it is you're doing and why it is that you're doing it. So I can't give you any information on that because when my spirit solidify that thing for me it was done the desire for it was gone I no longer looked at it the same I no longer looked at anything the same I no longer looked at the world same I no longer looked at every living being and thing the same again right but that's just me however twofold on the other side on on a on a conscious level when I know that meat is being mass produced When I look at the number of people who are on the earth, we don't even have to say the earth. Let's just say in the United States. When I think of every single state in the United States, when I think of every city, every single city in the United States, when I look at what is required land wise to raise, right, process, manufacture animals, and I look at the number of people. It that 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 some ain't right. Some something isn't right with that. So 
one, no way do I believe that all of us are eating exactly what we think we're eating in regard to meat. It's not possible. Not when I look at the numbers, it's not possible. Two, when I know that this meat is being mass produced, when I know, this ain't no guess, when I know these animals are being fed other dead carcasses, when I know these animals are being fed with feces, when I know they're being fed with just whatever scrap, understand the way we work. There is no waste. We find a way to use everything, whether it's to our detriment or not. So when I know that this is what is happening, just because by the time it comes to me in a grocery store, it looks cute in a little package, if you think it looks cute. When I know that that's not fresh meat, when I know it only looks like that because there are things have been injected in it to make it look, quote unquote, fresh. When I know that, to then still partake and put that in my body. Who's the fool? Who's the fool? Yes, there are exceptions to the rule. Again, miss me with the, well, you know what I'm saying? You can't say everybody shouldn't eat meat. Nigga, I ain't say everybody shouldn't eat meat. I ain't say that. You do whatever works for you. What I'm selling, telling you is, when I look at the average person who's walking around complaining, what you doing ain't working for you. So this don't this don't apply to the people who are satisfied and comfortable. I'm never talking to that person. To the person who never complains, who they they live their life as whatever on whatever terms that they want and they good with it. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the people who constantly complain and who are not getting the results that they want. You look at what you're doing in your life, but you won't change anything. You don't do anything differently. So when I study healing, right? When I study healing, present day, former day, past, whatever you want to call it. And I see people being able to heal themselves from Mother Earth, plant-based diet. When I see that, when when I see people who were given death sentences, We give you three months to live. We give you six months to live. And they adopted a plant-based diet. Saw herbal treatments. All right? Got their mind right. Got their spirit right. Meditation. Sought happiness. And they were able to heal themselves. You can't convince me of anything else. That's me. You can't come. See, you can't. You, you can't, look, you can't pee on my head and tell me it's raining. I'm seeing. I'm seeing all of y'all repping for, no, man, I'm going to keep eating with it. That's, I keep eating it. You 30-some years old and you just went to the doctor, you got high blood pressure. Keep eating it. You angry every day. You don't think that everything, everything that we see, everything that we're, this is energy, baby. You take on the energy. Of the things that you put in your body. Energy. You shouldn't be down, depressed, and angry all the time. There's a problem there. 
You you got to clear that up. And that's what I believe Mother Earth does. It's, man, I'm, I mean, I love living, man. I, I, I have never loved living more than I do at this, at this present time. I love it. Every day, man. I, I, I never knew that life could be this way. I, I, I was a little ticked at first. Like, man, ain't nobody tell me. The people that were living this thing like this, I, man, you know, truth be told, it wouldn't matter. Man, I, you know, when you when you blind, it don't matter. Somebody can tell you whatever. But I never knew it was this simple. It was this simple. What I'm what I'm saying here is this. Food matters. I think we have it kind of matters, you know, in a way a little too much to some of us. Because we are eating and and I'm telling you, I'm not I'm not I'm not coming with you, coming to you with this from a preachy standpoint. This is real talk because this is something that I currently am working on. Because even though that I eat better, I'm eating healthier, I'm more conscious. You don't understand, or maybe you do, what it is like to try to undo the many years of habits that you have taken on. I'm from the country, baby. And if you ain't eating, and I mean eating means stuffing yourself to the T, something is wrong. You about to be cast from the family. Like, when you come in here, you eat. Do you understand? Man, I used to be praised, like... Cause I was I was small growing up. That girl can eat, yes sir. <laughs> go on, girl, go on, get you some more. Just 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 plugging in junk, just stuffing your. Makes me sick thinking about. It. I would go to Golden Corral. That was the spot. Golden GC baby, Golden Corral. Go in there and just eat three and four plates. Take price and say stupid stuff like you know it's an art to eating. And I figured out how I could eat more. I figured out how if I could sit down first, you eat slowly, right? And then you don't drink anything. So I could sit down and people would be amazed. And I I wore like a badge of honor, baby. Yeah, I can eat. I can throw down. No, no consciousness. No awareness of how I was destroying my digestive system. I was weighing my body down. When you think of your immune system, your immune system is weak. Your immune system can't even operate at its optimum level. Because your body spends all of its energy and time digesting food. And now we have this ridiculous idea. And I got caught up in it. Yep. The fitness world that you literally should be eating all doggone day long. That your body is so stupid. That your body doesn't know how to process your metabolism properly without you feeding it food to say, oh, oh, here come food. Okay, let's process this. Your body is that dumb, huh? That you have to get up in the morning. You ain't done nothing all doggone night but sleep. How you wake up hungry? How? Tell me how. You ate before you went to bed. You didn't do nothing but sleep. That was energy. You didn't do anything to use any energy while you sleep. So you eating breakfast, why? Get up, eat a breakfast. Then two doggone hours later, 
if that, oh, we snacking granola bars, and it's always some sugar carb junk. Yep, granola bars, peanuts, chips, whatever. Then two hours later, it's time for lunch. Then we're going to have a big meal then. Because it's lunch. I mean, you got to eat good. And even if it's a salad, it's going to be a big salad with a whole lot of dressing. Enough to make us feel full because we've been taught that and we don't even know what full is. Because full is not you bursting at the seams. This is something I'm having to teach my own body because I'm telling you, and this is a challenge of how my body was used to be uh, being uncomfortable. Like I associated that with being done eating is like you to the max. No, when, when the, when the, when the feeling, a sensation of hunger is no longer present, you're done. You're not full. You're done. You stop. Right? So I get it. I understand it. However, 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 it comes a point in time. Right. When you have to look and see, wait a minute, maybe, maybe I know this is what they say, but it's not working. I mean, our bodies, we're eating all day. Just think about how many times. Write it down. Every time you eat, just put a check mark on, on your little tablet. We're eating all day. And then when you're not eating food. You know, electric food, food that heightens you and excites you and puts you in a good mood. And you wonder why you're angry. You wonder why at lunch. No, you shouldn't be tired after lunch. It's only 12 o'clock. What have you done to be tired? You just got up, what, five hours previously prior to that? Why are you tired at lunch? Because you ate lunch. You got the itis. How? How is that possible? Because you're eating too much. Your body is overworked, and yes, you will you will feel fatigued. Yes. You should get a boost of energy. You eat if you're hungry at lunch, and I believe wholeheartedly, you can study it for yourself, that lunch should be your breakfast. Ooh, yep. Your body is still digesting food from the previous night. You do not need breakfast in the morning. Certainly you don't. And that's bull crap. Who think about this for a second? They have led you to believe that eating more is the key to losing weight. Huh? Taking in more calories is the key to losing weight. The only thing about that theory that makes sense to me is when people are conscious of what they're eating, when you start a new workout, fitness, health regimen, right? You often get a plan. That plan is going to typically, supposedly, give you a, a guide to better eating. So the only saving grace that makes sense to me is that yes... You may lose weight eating more. However, it's not necessarily because you're eating more. It's what you are eating. I remember when I first got a trainer about probably seven years ago. 
So I first was really like, okay, I got to get myself together. And so, so yes, I was eating more. And, but the, but the, the diet plan, quote unquote, that he gave me was it eliminated all carbs. Well, I can tell you right now, without question, you eliminate carbs and sugar, baby, you're going to lose weight. I don't care if you eat all day long, you're going to lose weight. So I think I started off in the morning with egg white and maybe oatmeal. I think I had maybe an apple for a snack. I think lunch was either tuna fish and salad or chicken and salad, something like that to that effect. I think in between that, I make a, have a protein shake. And then for dinner, it was some type of meat, you know, fish, um, some type of white, white meat, turkey, chicken, whatever, and broccoli. That's common sense. Part of our, our problem is the overload on carbs and sugar. So certainly, if you cut that crap, but that does not mean that you need to eat all day long in order to teach your body to process to properly process you know your metabolism. No. 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 Think about this for a second. I got to wrap this up. There's person A who works in construction. They're outside all day long. They're lifting. They're squatting. They're walking. They're dropping. They're pulling. They're pushing. Whatever it is. Lumber. They may be working on the side of the road. Construction. Building. Whatever. All right. Let's say they start the morning with breakfast. They don't get no snack time. They get lunch. Okay. Now let's say you. You sit in the desk all day. Your day literally requires you up from the bed, dressed, to your car, drive. Some of you, you know, you may walk, you may ride in on the bus, metro, whatever. And the most walking you're doing is from your car to your desk. And that's where you sit majority of the day. How is it possible that you require more food than a person who is physically active all day long? How is that possible? How? Explain to me. It's bullshit. (laughs) That's how you explain it. (laughs) That's how I explain it. And that's how you explain all these people, all this eating you're doing. I see you. I see you. All this little eating you're doing that is still laced with sugar, salt, and overload of carbs, that your weight still looks the same. You, you're, you're not pushing anything there. All right? I, I've gotten off topic. I mean, all of this connects. The point is, I'm trying to, un, trying to get you to understand, is the importance of food and how we are eating. I don't want to say the wrong things. I don't like the word right and wrong because, you know, that's subjective. You decide what's right or wrong for you. I think what should be your guiding force is how something makes you feel, what you resonate with, and what results you're getting. That's how you decide what's right or wrong for you. I know. And that's what this key, ooh, 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 this is the key right here. It's about becoming in tune with yourself. Your body will speak to you. You will know. Oh, this, when I eat this, this makes me feel this way. 
Ooh, when I do this, this makes me feel this way. Oh, I don't like that. Let me adjust here. That's what this is all about. Becoming more in tune with you. And yes, your food matters. It matters. Well, you know, sometimes you got to have balance. You know what I'm saying? You know, ain't, ain't nothing wrong with having it every now and then. Nigga, you ain't having it every now and then. You having it a lot now and then. A lot. Okay? Just because you throw a salad in the mix a couple times a week, you're having it a lot. And that's also the importance of detoxing. So, 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 so important. Because your body needs some, now now your body needs some help. Like you have overworked it, it is weighed down, and it needs some assistance in flushing some of this stuff out. And I don't know one person who has ever detoxed or ever fasted who can say that they did not feel lighter, that they didn't feel good. Now, initially, as toxins are being released from their bodies, they didn't feel good. No, that, that, was, that was challenging. But as they really began into that process, they started to feel good, more energy. That by itself is why I will never go back. Not, not in and of itself, one of the many reasons, but I'll never go back to eating meat. The energy level that I have now, man, no. I feel good. I don't feel sleepy after I eat. I don't feel tired. Again, it's other factors that, that, that play a role in that. But I don't feel heavy. I feel good. I feel good. And that, what is making you feel good? And again, my last and final statement would be, if what you're doing has you feeling your best, and you're feeling well and you're feeling good, then you should, I'm sorry for wasting your time. You disregard all of this. Keep doing what you're doing. But if you know you're not feeling your best, you know you should be feeling better. And I have such a strong, strong, passionate plea to those who are, you know, I, I, I kind of wiggle between this 20 to 40, you know, age frame because we have just bought these lies that our bodies are supposed to be on the decline. As we get quote unquote older, when did 30 and 40 become old? I mean, you think it's old when you're 15. I get it. But you shouldn't be on a decline. You, you should be getting, you should be feeling good. You're nowhere near, nowhere near what should be your, the average lifespan. What makes you feel good, man? That's, that's, that's it. What makes you feel good? And if what you're doing is not making you feel good, it's time to do something different. So that's all I got to say, man. Food matters. Food matters. Until next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Project Brook Podcast. Remember, you are your greatest assignment. Until next time.